You are listening to a message from Victory Alabang. Get the latest updates by visiting victoryalabang.org or like us on facebook.com slash victoryalabang. Okay, so we are right now in our new series which, are, which is Remember This. Okay, remember this. Uh, we are going to talk about, of course, the book of Malachi and uh, we are going to learn from this. Now, before I jump in to read the passage in this uh, particular book, I'd like uh, to uh, teach you about uh, history. Okay, magtuturo po muna ako ng history for a few minutes and then I'm going to explain to you the background of where Malachi chapter 1 is coming from. And so, I hope that you will not be, uh, you will not uh, be bored no, with regards to history. And don't snap, okay? Dahil sa magbibigay po ako ng mga information dito that will also even benefit you as you study the book of Malachi and also the, the Old Testament. So this is uh, just a uh, very quick only. Now this is the map of ancient Near East and you will notice that this is the kingdom of Israel, then the kingdom of Judah, and of course, uh, they conquered Canaan. Nung kinonquer nilang Canaan, yun nga lang, nahati po ang Israel into two, which is Israel and Judah, dahil nagkaroon po sila separate na king. And then, uh, you notice also, uh, well, the descendants of those who are in Israel and Judah, of course, came from Jacob. Tapos yung nasa band na baba, the yellow one, kingdom of Edom, nanggaling po sila sa descendants ni Esau. Di ba, magkapatid si Jacob at saka si Esau. And uh, however, nagkaroon ng animosity. No? There's an animosity between the two uh, generations to the point that even right now, we are still, uh, they are still experiencing it even today. And Edom, of course, wanted to conquer Judah. And sometimes what he's doing is that he's trying to cooperate with the enemies of Israel and Judah in order to uh, captivate you know, the whole uh, nation. And sometimes the kingdom of Edom also is even using Assyrian Empire in order to captivate them. Now notice that this is also the lower uh, part ng map. This is the Babylon. And Babylon also even conquered Judah in Israel. So they conquered, and that's why this is a huge nation as well, and so much powerful to the point that they were able to conquer the whole land. So naging naging uh, sila, naging slave po sila ng Babylon, and inabsorb sila ng Babylon. If you notice in the book of Daniel, that's why si Daniel ay kasama po siya sa na sa na na. Uh, I mean, they were captivated, and eventually they uh, were conquered by Babylon. But the Lord used another nation, and that nation is none other than Persia. Ang Persia po ang mas malaking nation compared sa Babylon. Because Persia is much more bigger because ang Persian Empire po mas malawak po yan compared sa Babylon na napakaliit. So that's why, and ang ginamit po ng Panginoon dyan is none other than Cyrus. Cyrus is not a believer, but in yet, uh, the Lord used Cyrus. No? That's why in our missions report, uh, the Lord is of course going to use every nation around the world, the Middle East as well. And uh, this is not just of course a few uh, people that the Lord is going to use, but the whole nation. I mean, all the nations doesn't understand and doesn't know na ginagamit pala sila ng Panginoon, even for His own glory and honor. The same thing also with the Persian Empire. Cyrus was used to conquer Babylon, and Babylon uh, eventually, of course, had to surrender and uh, had to give up Israel. And that's why dun po nag-start na ang Israel ay nakalaya sa kamay ng mga Babylonian Empire to the point na they were able now to uh, go to their own nation and put up uh, the temple. Now, uh, as I continue on this, I will be showing you some chronology. Uh, this is uh, yung pagkakasunod-sunod po ng history para at least uh, maintindihan nyo from, again, uh, paano napunta sa time ni Malachi. Now, in this chronicle of events, 
uh, the Babylons, what, what the Babylons did is that they launched the first attack, the second attack, and the third attack to, the, to Israel to the point that they were able to captivate the whole nation of Israel. But during those times, uh, the Edomites also even uh, did something para makapunta sila sa land na yon. So imagine yung Edomites, uh, kasi ano yun, they are, uh, they are enemies. Magkaaway yung uh, genealogy ni Esau at saka ni Jacob. So the Edomites wanted to move into the Judean territory to the point that uh, when the Persian came in, came in, yung mga Persians, yung mga around 536 BC, uh, doon na nagkaroon ng, pagka, ng kalayaan ang mga Israel. And to the point na uh, Cyrus was used, the first wave of Israel was liberated. Sino ginamit na leader? Zerubbabel. Zerubbabel was used as the leader. And during the time sa 536 BC, ang prophet po na ginamit ni Lord John is none other than uh, Zechariah and Haggai. So Zechariah and Haggai was the one who, of course, uh, encouraged the people of Israel. And then afterwards, during the time also, the temple was being rebuilt. Natapos po ang temple uh, rebuilt na mga around 515 to 516 BC. So it took them, you know, how many years in order for them to finish it. And then the second wave of Israel was liberated once more. Doon sa unang wave, mga around 50,000 na Israel ang nakalaya doon. Then the second wave again, another wave of Israel, uh, uh, I mean the people of Israel were able to, ano, to be freed. Tapos uh, nakapunta uli sila sa, ano, sa kanilang territory. And during this time, the leader was Ezra. Ezra is the one who's uh, leading them. And Ezra is also a teacher and at the same time, of course, being used by the Lord. He's the one also who encouraged the people that uh, with regards to their spiritual uh, standing. And they encouraged, the, I mean, Ezra encouraged them that you have to follow the, the word of the Lord, you have to obey Him. Kasi dahil ang Israel po, uh, because of the promise, siguro akala nila, hindi na natutupad yung mga promises ni Lord sa kanila. They thought that the promise of the Lord is no longer uh, going to happen. Uh, because uh, bakit ito nangyayari sa, nangyayari sa kanila they were captivated by a lot of different nations pero ang hindi nila alam yung kanilang disobedience is only a result of their uh, I would say that this th the things that are happening are a result of their disobedience ganun naman eh kapag halimbawa may ginagawa tayong hindi tama then papasok ron of course yung consequence ng, uh, dahil sa ginagawa natin minsan tinatanong natin Lord bakit nagkakaganitong buhay ko then you have to check again your life kasi baka mamaya meron tayong nagawa pero kung wala ka namang ginagawa then I would say that that is a testing that comes from the Lord ang aim po ng testing is to deepen our faith in the Lord magkaiba po yung consequence kesa sa testing yung testing nangyari po yun sa book sa uh, kay Job no? when Job uh, went through a time of testing in his life wala siyang ginawa wala siyang kasalanan ginawa but in yet the Lord allowed him to go through testing in order to deepen his relationship with him with the Lord pero ang disobedience ang consequence po kapag halimbawa papasok yung kapag nagdisobey tayo because whenever uh, I mean the, the point that we are, we are doing something that is not right in the eyes of the Lord then papasok po rin yung uh, consequence ng ating mga ginawa and that's what happened to the Israelites no? because uh, they did something that is not right in the eyes of the Lord therefore the consequence is that sila ay sinakop ng mga iba't ibang mga nations and lastly yung third wave the third wave of Israel were liberated and this time ang the leader that was used here is none other than Nehemiah Nehemiah was the one who rebuilt the walls of Jerusalem and then the prophet that was also uh, uh, maybe prominent here is none other than Malachi Malachi was used by the Lord to encourage the people of Israel. That's why in around 420 to 410 BC, Malachi ministered through prophecy sa people ng Israel. Dito pumasok ngayon yung book of Malachi. 
Then after the book of Malachi, is of course uh, the four, 400 years of silence which we will mention uh, a little bit later. And then, ang unang-unang word ni Lord na mababasa natin dito sa book of Malachi is about love. Malachi chapter 1, 1 to 5. It says here, the oracle of the word of the Lord to Israel by Malachi. I have loved you, says the Lord. That's the first word that the Lord has given them. Despite the disobedience, ang unang binanggit ni Lord dito through Malachi is, I have loved you, says the Lord. But you say, how have you loved us? Is not Esau Jacob's brother, declares the Lord. Yet I have loved Jacob, but Esau I have hated. I have laid waste his hill, country, and left his heritage to jackals of the desert. If Edom says, we are shattered, but we will rebuild the ruins, the Lord of hosts says, they may rebuild, but I will tear down, and they will be called the wicked country, and the people with whom the Lord is angry forever. Your own eyes shall see this, and you shall say, great is the Lord beyond the border of Israel. Let us pray. Lord God, thank you once more because we know that even as we uh, talk about your word and study your word, you are going to move, Lord, in our midst. And we ask, Holy Spirit, that you will also even step in and teach us your word. God, we pray for the mind of Christ to be upon us. We even ask and pray that everything, Lord, uh, will be done according to your will. Lord, we also believe that even those who have not known you yet will surrender their lives to you. And they will understand and realize the need to accept your love and even your redemption and salvation. Thank you, Lord God, for the things that you are going to do today. May this time be a fruitful time because you are with us. We pray, Lord God, these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, the love of the Lord is very unique. That the love of God cannot be equal, cannot be fathomed. I would say that it is impossible for any person in this world, any person in this world, to really explain the love of God because the love of God is truly unfathomable and it is infinite. It is beyond understanding and beyond comprehension. Kahit na pagsamasamahin lahat ng preaching ng mga pastor sa buong mundo, walang-wala pa rin yon para maintindihan natin yung pagmamahal ng Panginoon. Because nobody can really fathom the love of the Lord. And I would say that we are just touching probably the tip of the iceberg or barely touching the surface or just probably uh, taking a glimpse uh, a little glimpse of the love of the Lord so in this case I would submit to you that we are going to study that the uniqueness of God's love and as we study the uniqueness of God's love I would say that uh, you know there are many things that we need to understand and consider but let me focus on just three the first one that I'd like to ask to understand is that God's love is unchanging God's love is unchanging, hindi nagbabago ang pagmamahal ng Panginoon. Now, let me quote again the book of Malachi chapter 1. The oracle of the word of the Lord to Israel by Malachi. I have loved you. Yun ang unang binanggit agad ni Malachi. I have loved you na nagagaling sa Panginoon. This is because the Israelites, nung sinakop sila ng different nations, nung different na mga kalaban nila, I mean, there are promises that were given to, the, to Israel and then they, they thought na kinalimutan na sila ng Panginoon. Para bang, Lord, mangyayari pa ba yung mga sinasabi niyo sa amin? And so, the, since they are thinking in this way, and to the point that they are even committing a lot of sins already, in fact, sa book ng Malachi, ang nangyayari sa kanila, the priests are already compromising. Instead of offering sheep that are blameless and sheep that are really uh, perfect, 
Ang nangyari kahit na mga pilay ng mga sheep ino-offer nila, bulag ng mga sheep ino-offer na, parang bahala na basta ito ni offer namin. That's why the priests tend to compromise already. They also even compromise with regards to their marriage. Ang ginagawa nila nagpapakasal na sila sa mga pagan ng mga ng mga babae. Okay? They tend to uh, of course compromise already in their relationship. Wala na siyang pakialam na magpakasal sa isang kapwa Israelites. They also tend to compromise in their giving as well. Kaya nga sa Book of Malachi, it talks also about tithes and offering. So all of these things, kaya parang lumalabas, oh, parang wala, wishy-washy na ang dating ng kanilang buhay. Because they thought that the promise of the Lord, and parang kinalimutan na sila ni Lord, parang hindi na nangyayari. Imagine you're talking of hundreds of years. And so, but however, ang unang bungad ni Lord sa kanila is that I have loved you. In other words, hindi pa rin nagbabago ang kanyang pagmamahal. It's the same love that He offered since times past. Ang pagmamahal ng Panginoon ay hindi nagbabago. But you say, how have you loved us? Is not Esau, Jacob's brother, declares the Lord that I have loved you. I'll be expanding on that in a few moments. And it says here in Exodus 34, 5, The Lord passed before him and proclaimed, The Lord, the Lord, a God merciful and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness. Now, I'd like us to focus on the word steadfast because the word steadfast there simply means unwavering and steady. Now, it talks about, of course, love that is unchanging, na hindi nagbabago. Tayo po mga tao, ang pagmamahal po natin nagbabago. In fact, meron po tayong tinatawag na, you know, emotion. Pero ang emotion po, kapag halimbawa minsan may mataas, may mababa. Minsan wala kang ka-feeling-feeling. Kapag halimbawa wala kang ka-feeling-feeling sa taong yun, minsan hindi mo maipakita yung pagmamahal na yun. So therefore, people tend to depend on emotion. Nakakakaba po talaga kapag halimbawa ang isang tao, lalo na sa mag-asawa, if, the, if, if a couple will depend on their emotion, a reason why they wanted to stay together. Kapag nagsasama lang kayo dahil mahal yung isa't isa, I tell you, that is not, you know, the right definition of marriage. Because hindi po yan yung talagang totoong pagmamahal. Ang totoong pagmamahal, hindi po nakasandal sa emotion. Nakasandal po ito sa commitment. Okay? Sa commitment. In other words, kahit na wala kang nafe-feel sa asawa mo, committed ka pa rin sa kanya at magsasama kayo kahit na anong mangyari. That is what really love is all about. And I would say that that is the kind of love that God has for us. Hindi po ito nagbabago. Hindi po ito minsan parang feeling niya, parang gusto kang i-bless. Bless ko nga ngayong Monday, so bless kita. Okay? The next Tuesday naman, ayaw, parang feeling ko parang ayaw kang i-bless ito. Eh. Bigyan ko kaya ng bagyo. O sige, pinabagyo ngayon. Tanggalin ko kaya sa trabaho. Feeling ko lang, gusto ko ng ano, magkasakit kaya itong taong ito. Parang feeling ko lang, o ngayon, pagagalingin ko ngayon. Hindi ganun si Lord. The Lord's love is not like that. It doesn't change. no? It's actually constant. So therefore, we could not really say that, you know, the love of the Lord is, not, is unlike our kind of love. Kasi yung pagmamahal natin, ano eh, nag, nag, nagkakaroon ng changes, nagbabari. Kumbaga, sa, tem- sa temperature, depende kung ano yung malamig o mainit yung ating pagmamahal. Pero kay Lord, it doesn't really uh, change. And I would say that it will not also change because ang pagmamahal po niya ay una, una rin no, na, na kailangan natin maintindihan na ang pagmamahal niya hindi po, na, hindi po niya ipinipilit sa atin. God it will not force His love on us. And I would say that if you, if you want to leave the Lord, if, you want, if a person wants to leave the Lord, kung, na, kung gusto mong magsarili, kung gusto mong uh, hindi i-worship si Lord, kung ayaw mong magtaas ng kamay, kung ayaw mong kumanta, kung ayaw mag-pray, kung ayaw mong umatay ng church, kung ayaw mong ibigay ang buhay mo sa Kanya, ay si Lord hindi naman niya ipipilit ang sarili niya sa'yo. Eh. Ganun kanya kamahal na hindi, hindi niya ipipilit ang sarili niya sa'yo. In fact, I would say also, and let me ask you, Uh, was there a time na bago niyo tinanggap si Lord, sinabi ni Lord sa inyo at you know, verbally sinabi, tanggapin mo ko kasi pag hindi mo ko tinanggap, kikidlatan kita. Walang ganyan. 
I mean, when I accepted the Lord, I have not heard you know, anything. I was not threatened by the Lord. Hindi ako tinakot ni Lord para tanggapin ko siya. But I responded, and I believe many of us responded because of, our, of, of His love for Him. So therefore, I would say that in this case, the Lord will not pressure His love on us. In fact, the Lord loves you so much that He would like to give you the freedom to respond to Him. Sa mga single ladies na nandito, kung kayo po ay single lady, kung kayo po ay professional na single lady at hindi nag-aaral, taas po ang kamay ng mga single na lady dito. Ah, wala. Oh, sige. Yung mga single lady na gusto niyo magpakasal at naniniwala kayo magkakaroon kayo ng pamilya balang araw. Yung mga single lady. Ayun. Okay. Yung mga nagtaas ng Lord ng kamay, ha? Yung nabigyan ng, ng, ng ano, ha? pamilya, ha? Okay. <laughs> yung mga single lady na nandito, now let me ask you, kung meron pong naliligaw sa inyo, if there is somebody who is trying to court you, at yung naniligaw sa inyo, hindi kayo talaga tinatantanan. Talagang asin kahit na saan kayo pumunta, saan man kayo nandoon, talagang nandoon din siya. In other words, talagang asin hindi kayo niiwalayan, kahit ngayon, katabi niyo siya. Okay? So in other words, parang talagang wala, nandoon siya palagi. Now I would say that ma- maiinis ka talaga niyon. I mean, sasabihin mo, alam mo, ang kulit mo talaga. Ako eh, sinabi ng lalaki, hindi, ayok, ano eh, gusto ko, kasi ano eh, mahal kasi, kasi kita eh. Mahal na mahal kita, kaya ayoko kitang, ayaw, ayaw kita iwanan. Gusto ko kung nasaan ka, nandunin ako. Pero ayaw mo sa kanya. Ayaw mo talaga, nahilat siya na mukha niya. Ayaw mo talaga. Okay? Ayaw mo. Everything about that person, ayaw mo. Talaga, hindi. Hindi, hindi mo nakikitang ito yung mapapakasalan mo eh. Ayaw mo talaga eh. So ngayon, I would say that sasabihin mo sa kanya, kung talagang mahal mo ako, bibigyan mo ako ng kalayaan para mag-respond sa'yo. Kung talagang mahal mo ko. And of course, that is also a picture of the love of the Lord. That the Lord will not force Himself on you because sa sobrang pagmamahal ng Panginoon sa'yo, bibigyan ka niya ng kalayaan para mag-respond sa Kanya. But however, you have to understand that there is a consequence and there is of course a risk for that. Kapag alimba hindi tayo nag-respond na tama, there is an eternal damnation for those people who reject the Lord. And hindi maalis yun. That is there. That's why the Lord is offering Himself to you. Kaya nga, ino-offer niya sarili niya sa'yo kasi ayaw ka niyang mapunta sa eternal damnation. Ino-offer niya sarili niya sa'yo kasi alam niya na kapag halimbawang you reject Him, then this is what will happen to you. But He will not force His love on you. He will be so much loving that He will not force His love on you and He will not pressure Himself para tanggapin mo siya. Yun yung kalayaan na meron ka kasi mahal ka niya. And that's again the God that we have. And so, in this case of love, you have to respond right. The problem with the Edomites is that they did not respond right to the Lord. Now, I would say, that, let me just also go through some passages because we are trying to study, of course, the unchanging love of the Lord. In Psalm 36, verse 5, it says, Your steadfast love, O Lord, extends to the heavens, your faithfulness to the clouds. No one can really fathom the love of the Lord. Nobody, nobody can really uh, understand the love of the Lord. To the point that even a person is sinning, kahit po nagkakasala ang isang tao, kahit na po ang isang anak niya ay nagkakasala, right at this very moment, kahit na sabihin mong meron kang kasalanan ginagawa ngayon, yung pagmamahal ng Panginoon sa'yo, hindi pa rin magbabago yon. At wag na wag mong subukan na iwin ang pagmamahal niya by means of your good works because you cannot do that. You can even win His love by means of what you are doing. What you're going to do is that lalo ka magiging active sa church para mawin mo yung pagmamahal niya, para i-bless ka niya. Kasi yung kaibigan mo na Christian, lahat ng panalangin niya, na, you know, 
ina-answer ni Lord. Tapos sabi mo, Lord, ba't ganun? Siya ina-answer niyo yung panalangin niya. Siguro kaya niyo ina-answer kasi active siya sa church. Marami siya dinidisciple. Ako, konti lang dinidisciple ko. Ay, hindi, at saka minsan, hindi pa ako available. Pagkalimbawang Sunday. So kaya siguro, ito yung nangyari. So ang gagawin ko ngayon, magpapaka-active ako. O magbibigay ako na mas malaki. Para talagang mawin ko yung pagmamahal niyo. If that is again our thinking, then we are having a wrong understanding and concept of God's love. Because the, the, the love of the Lord is unchanging that kahit na anong gawin natin, kahit na anuman ang ating gawin, we cannot really change that kind of love that the Lord has for us. And I hope that when we understand about the love of the Lord, it will really make us respond right towards Him. Kasi naintindihan natin yung pagmamahal niya. Kumbaga, ito language lang natin mga tao. Hindi ito language ng Panginoon. Kumbaga, sa language ng mga tao, sinasabi natin, mahiya ka naman. Kasi ito yung ino-offer na pagmamahal ng Panginoon, dapat yung ating ginagawa para sa Kanya, ito yung dapat natin gawin. Therefore, we should not wallow in sin. Hindi dapat tayo nandyan sa kasalanan yan, kung ano man yung ginagawa natin. Dahil sa ito na nga yung pagmamahal na ino-offer ni Lord. In fact, if you are a believer, meron kang ginagawang hindi tama sa harapan ng Panginoon, hindi niya tatanggalin yung relasyon mo sa Kanya. Nobody can say to his child, alam mo anak, dahil sa ginagawa mo kasalanan, kick out ka na rito sa loob ng bahay natin. Huwag mo na i-carry apelido ko, ha? Okay? Lumabas ka na rito sa bahay nito. I mean, no parent who is in his right mind will do that to his child. Anak pa rin niya yun. Ang pagmamahal niya do sa anak niya ay hindi magbabago. In fact, sa mga anak po natin, and I would say that if you are a parent here, ang mga anak po natin na maliliit pa sila, may mga ginagawa sila na hindi tama. Na alam mong, pag sinabi mong ganito, iba yung ginagawa. And sometimes you are hurt, nasasaktan ka. Dahil whenever you say things to them, ang tingin parang akala mo, kontra ka sa kanila. And so what they are going to do is sometimes they will not obey you they will disobey you to the point that even they will rebel against you. But parents, let me ask you, yung pagmamahal mo ba sa anak mo nagbago? Hindi, hindi rin. Tuloy-tuloy pa rin ang pagmamahal mo sa kanya. In fact, binibigyan mo pa rin siya ng pagkakataon para mag-aral. Binibigyan pa rin ng baon. Pinapakain mo pa rin. Kasi nga, yung pagmamahal mo sa kanya constant. And I hope that our children, tayo mga anak rin, will also even learn to respond right to our parents. But however, of course, the fact of the reality is that many times, hindi tama yung response. And the same thing also with our God. Kahit na hindi po tama ang response natin sa Panginoon, hindi nagbabago ang pagmamahal ng Panginoon sa atin. It's still the same love that He has offered several thousand years ago. And I would say that it's really, really constant. It does not really change. Isaiah 46, 3-4 says, Listen to me, O house of Jacob, all the remnant of the house of Israel who have been born by me from, from before your birth, carried from the womb. Verse 4 says, Even to your old age I am he, and to gray hairs I will carry you. I have made and I will bear, I will carry and will save. Even to the point of being old, God will not abandon you, and God's love will still be unchanging. Hindi pa rin magbabago yon. Kahit sa next na generation mo, God's love will still be constant and unchanging. God's love stays the same through the ages for His chosen people. 
Sino rito yung pinili po kayo ng Panginoon? Alam niyo yung pinili kayo ng Panginoon. Pakitaas ang kamay. Yung mga hindi nagtaas ang kamay, sino pumili sa inyo? Okay, so anyway, point is that sometimes you hear the word chosen. Now, when you hear the word chosen, what we're saying here is that Israel sometimes is being mentioned as the chosen nation. Now, the Lord does not play favoritism. It doesn't mean that the nations around Israel are not His favorite or the nations around Israel are not really, you know, I would say that He hates all the nations around Israel. But it's because Israel responded right. Israel embraced Yahweh. Israel accepted the fact, the truth about who Yahweh is. That's why they were chosen. And that's why also that they, were, that they became the apple of God's eyes. If a person will surrender his life to the Lord, then that person will become God's favorite, God's chosen, and the apple of God's eye. If that person will surrender his life to the Lord Jesus Christ. Feeling na lang natin na parang favorite mo yon, Lord, but ganon? Samantalang ako hindi. Kasi nga, dahil iba-iba tayong response. But if you are already a child of the Lord, then don't think that you need to compare yourself with others. But siya, Lord, nagpray lang siya ng two-day. It, ano pa lang, bilhin mo, five-day-old Christian pa lang, inanser mo na yung sagot. Samantalang ako, 20-year-old Christian ako. Hanggang ngayon, wala pa rin akong nareceive na sagot sa inyo. And I would say that there are times when we compare ourselves with others. Kung ano yung tayong ka na, wala ka pa rin napapangasawa, sabi mo, eh siya pa nga, 30, nagpray lang, bago pa lang krisyano, meron agad na ano, nandigaw sa kanya, ako wala pa rin ngayon, Lord, hanggang ngayon, matagal na ako naghihintay. But sa Lord, nagpray sila ng bahay, biglang nagkaroon na agad, binless na agad sila, samantalang kami, but ngayon hanggang ngayon, nag-rent pa rin kami. Samantalang active naman ako, samantalang marami naman akong dinidisciple. Siguro, Lord, iba yung pagumahal mo sa kanya sa pagumahal mo sa akin. Hindi nagbabago ang pagumahal ng Panginoon. When you speak about the love of the Lord, again, depende sa dealing ng Panginoon because the Lord wants to teach us and the Lord also wants to deepen our relationship with Him. That's why our response must be right whenever you know, we understand that the Lord does not sometimes answer our prayer. Sa tingin mo lang, parang hindi sinasagot, pero actually may piniprepare si Lord sa'yo. The Lord is just trying to hone you. Remember Job. Si Job... He did not do anything wrong, but in yet, duman siya sa matinding pagsubok ng buhay niya. But it doesn't mean that the Lord doesn't love Job. Sabi nga niya kay Satan, sige, subukan mo nga yung, you know, yung anak mo yun. At tingnan natin kung bibigay. Alam ni Lord na hindi yan bibigay. Napag-uusapan si Job sa langit. Hindi alam ni Job yon na medyo napapag-chismisan siya sa langit. Ano? Meron parang plano si Lord sa kanya. Ibig sabihin, sikat si Job sa langit. Kaya pag halimbawang dumadaan ka sa isang matinding pagsubok ng buhay mo at wala kang ginagawang hindi maganda, tapos dumadaan ka sa matinding pagsubok ng buhay mo, ibig sabihin, napag-uusapan ka sa langit. Yeah, totoo yun. Ibig sabihin, meron sinasabi si Lord sa mga kaaway, subukan niya anak kong yun. Hindi ka uubra sa anak kong yun. Matindi yan kahit napadaanin mo yun sa matinding testing ng buhay niya, sigurado mag-overcome yan. Because the Lord knows, alam niya, na naiintindihan mo yung pagmamahal ng Panginoon sa buhay mo. Kahit na dumaan ka sa matinding testing ng buhay mo, you have to always understand that the love of God will still be unchanging. Hindi magbabago. Tuloy-tuloy pa rin yun. 
God's love stays the same through the ages for His chosen people. Second is God's love is unconditional. There's no condition for the love of the Lord. I have loved you, says here in Malachi 1-3, says the Lord, but you say, how have you loved us? Is not Esau Jacob's brother? declares the Lord. Yet I have loved Jacob. Verse 3, but Esau I have hated. I have laid waste his hill country and left his heritage to jackals of the desert. Now speaking about this passage in the book of Malachi, ito yung isa sa mga may hirap na verses, na passage na pinag-uusapan ng mga pastor. How come that he loved Jacob and he hated Esau? Ibig mo sabihin nun, may kondisyon ang Panginoon sa lahat ng ginagawa niya. Kasi meron isa na mahal niya, meron isa na galit siya doon sa taong yon. The word hate in the scripture doesn't really mean, especially in connection with the Lord, as an emotional hate. It simply means a loveless, meaning may preference to Lord. Like for example, if I, I honor my parents, but I, of course, wanted to honor the Lord in my life more than my parents. Pag meron pinapagawa ang parents ko na isang bagay na alam kong hindi tama, o kaya ang asawa ko na hindi tama, na alam kong it will go against the word of the Lord, then I would rather choose to obey the Lord rather than my loved ones. That's why the Bible says that you have to hate your parents and, of course, love the Lord. But hating your parents doesn't mean that it's literal hate, but yung love mo sa parents mo is not equal with the love that you have for the Lord. Loving the Lord is like hating your parents. Parang ganun yon. Or loving the Lord is like hating your brother or your sister. So in other words, it's really to love less. In that case, no, we understand also that there's a prophecy that happened in uh, the book of Genesis 25 to 23. And the Lord said to her, Two nations are in your womb, and the two peoples from within you shall be divided. And the one shall be stronger than the other. The older shall serve the younger. Now let me go back to this particular phrase. God's love is unconditional. If Esau only serve the younger, then he will receive that blessing. Kung halimbawang sinerve lang niya yung kanyang younger brother. In fact, there's nothing wrong with serving his brother. Walang problema ron. Ang problema ron is that nireject niya. Okay? Unang-una agad yung birthright. Esau rejected his birthright. But Jacob, of course, put weight in his birthright. Yung birthright na ito, napakalaga. Because once you have that birthright, ibig sabihin nun, ano eh, treasured yun sa Israel. Mahalaga yun. Hindi, hindi mo yan dapat na parang binabrush aside lang. But however, in the, in the area of, in the, in the case of Esau, what he did is that inuna niya ang kanyang sarili at binaliwala niya ang birthright na yun. Lalo na siya ang firstborn ng kanyang pamilya. But Jacob understood, you know, the reality of that. So speaking about this, you know, what we call as unconditional love, the, the Lord does not need any condition in order for you to love Him, but God gave you an unconditional love. Na kahit nasabihin mong you are serving, even though Esau is serving the, the, the younger, it doesn't mean that, ah Lord, kaya siguro ako ang magsiserve sa younger brother ko kasi dahil sa may condition kayo, yung pagmamahal niyo may condition. O kaya naman, sabi siguro ni Jacob, ah, siguro Lord, kaya ako nandito ngayon sa position to, even though I'm the youngest between me and Esau, siguro may condition yung pagmamahal niyo sa akin. Mas matindi yung pagmamahal niyo sa akin kaysa sa kapatid ko. No, it's not about that. 
God's love has no condition. Whatever that we do cannot earn, you know, His love. Because God's love has no condition. Hindi mo kailangan gawin na isang bagay para ma-earn mo ang kanyang pagmamahal. In fact, even the blessing as well. Kaya pagdating po sa blessing, huwag niyo isipin na kaya binibless ibang tao kasi mas matindi yung pagmamahal niya kasi dahil may condition, kaya ang ginawa niya is that nag-church siya palagi every Sunday, active siya sa ushering. That's why pag in-answer niyo yung kanyang panalangin, ganun-ganun na lang. Again, we cannot think you know the love of God in that way. The love of God is unconditional. In 1 Peter 3.7, allow me to just illustrate with you in the form of a marriage. Likewise, husbands, live with your wives in an understanding way. Who among you here are married? Legally married. When I try to study this word, understanding, in another version, Asabiron, husbands, be considerate with your wives. And when you say, be considerate or live in an understanding way, it is like this. Even though your wife has a different personality, meaning, kahit nasabihin mong hindi okay ang personality ng wife mo, kahit nasabihin mong meron siyang temper tantrums, kahit nasabihin mong hindi okay ang kanyang character, dapat understanding pa rin yung husband. Dapat considerate pa rin yung husband. Why? Because walang kondisyon dapat yung husband in terms of loving his wife. Hindi dahil sa mabait yung kanyang asawang babae, e eh magiging okay siya sa kanyang asawang babae. Hindi yon. Remember, the husband is a reflection of Jesus Christ and the wife is a reflection of the church. So therefore, kahit na anong ipakita ng misis natin sa atin, hindi nagbabago yung pagmamahal na yon sa ating misis at walang kondisyon. Kaya mo siya bibigyan ng pangspa, hindi dahil sa pinagbigyan ka. Ah, napagbigyan mo ko na isang araw, eto pangspa. Hindi ganon. That is not the kind of love that the Lord offers. The Lord offers us unconditional love. When I also try to dig in deep in this kind of word, no, yung understanding, alam mo yung sabihin nito, di ba meron tayong sinasabi na, alam mo, ang hirap namang ispilingin ng babae. Di ba meron mga ganong term eh. O kaya alam mo, ang hirap talaga, ano eh, ang hirap talaga intindihin ng misis ko. Ba't kaya ganun? Biglang, oo na nga kaninang umaga, tapos biglang pagdating ng tanghali, biglang, na, ano, humindi eh. Sabi niya, aalis ko kami ganito, tapos biglang nagbago isip. Eh, ano eh, pati ikaw, parang gusto mo na maapektuhan eh. But however, when I try to study this, ang ibig pala sabihin nito is really to study, pag-aralan. In other words, it's like saying, husband, study your wives. Ito lang yung pag-aaral na hindi ka gagraduate. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, totoo. Ito lang talaga yung pag-aaral na hindi ka talaga gagraduate. Kasi talagang pag-aaralan mo talaga yung misis mo hanggang until, hanggang, until death do your part. Ito yung tipong pag-aaral na kahit nag-PhD ka, talagang kailangan pa mag-double, triple PhD ka pa para talaga mapag-aralan mo. I mean, you really have to do that. Because sabi ko nga, ang, ang galing talaga ni Lord in terms of really knowing and understanding even marriages. Why? Because the, the husbands reflect the character of Christ. The mere fact that the husbands are there Kapag halimbawa nakikita po ng asa, ninyo ang asawang lalaki niyo, ang sinasabi agad ng misis, ganyan ba si Jesus? Ganyan ba si Jesus? Mapa, matatahimik ka talaga pagka sinabi ng mismo yun eh. Ah, siyempre, sasabihin mo hindi. O, oh, hindi pala eh. Di umayos-ayos ka. Kasi hindi ganyan si Jesus eh. Walang, walang kondisyon pag nagmahal si Jesus. So therefore, 
you have to always reflect. And that's one of the reasons kung bakit minsan ang mga anak rin natin, in terms of being a parent, father, sa mga tatay, bakit ko sinasabi sa mga tatay at sa mga asawang lalaki? Kasi ang role po natin ay napakalaga. Because it reflects the love of God in our life. That is why ang mga anak po natin may maling concept ng, ng pananaw tungkol sa Diyos kasi mali yung pinapakita po natin sa ating mga anak. Kapag halimbawang hindi maganda ang treatment mo sa anak mo, then they will have a poor reflection of who God is in their life. That's why a number of atheists, even yung mga famous atheists, like for example, sina Friedrich Nietzsche, those, those really thinkers sa mga philosophy, they have a poor reflection of God in the life of their fathers. And if you only want to read the biography of these people, hindi talaga nila ipamuhay yung kung sino si Lord sa life nila, yung mga tatay nila. Kung ang tatay lang nila na ipamuhay yung talagang kung ano yung pagiging krisyano, I'm sure there, there will be no you know, atheist philosopher like Friedrich Nietzsche. Wala dapat. That is why napakalaga po na maipakita natin yung ating I mean, the, the, the reflection of Jesus Christ in us through our very lives. It's very, very important. One story, this is a picture of Disney World. There is a family that went to this part of the, uh, I mean, states. And then, however, this young girl that they adopted, every time that they wanted to enter the gate of this Disney World, this young girl tend to stop, you know, at the very gate. She will just stop there and not proceed on to enter the Disney World. Nagtataka sila, bakit ayaw niya pumasok? Now, this young girl is adopted. So, inadopt nila tong young girl na to because they wanted, a, of course, a girl in the family. So, what they uh, did was to study the past life of this young girl. Pinag-aralan nila, bakit kaya siya nagsistop sa gate na yun? So, the dad started to talk to, the, to, the, uh, to her daughter and then sabi niya, why do you tend to stop whenever we want to proceed on to enter uh, the Disney World. Tapos the young girl started to cry. Umiyak po siya. Tapos sabi niya, because in my previous family, whenever na may nagagawa akong mali, whenever na meron po akong ginagawa mali, ano nangyari? Sabi ng dad ko, may nagawa kang mali, dito ka sa bahay, maiwan ka rito, lahat kami pupunta kami ng Disney World. And so, hindi siya nakakapasok ng Disney World dahil may nagagawa siyang mali. In other words, pag hindi na meet yung condition, then lalabas, iwan siya sa bahay and na input po yon sa anak niya. And the dad now slowly explained to her, sabi niya, you know what, even though you did something wrong, you are still part of our family. And you are still with us even as we go inside the Disney World. Hindi ka namin iiwanan rito. It doesn't mean na paparusahan kita dahil sa meron kang hindi nagawang maganda at hindi ka na makasama sa benefits. In fact, kasama ka pa rin namin, part ka pa rin ng pamilya. Ang feeling niya kasi parang hindi siya part ng pamilya kapag may nagagawa siya mali. As a parent, if you have children, ang mga anak natin, pag may nagawang mali sa atin, it doesn't mean na hindi na, sila, hindi na sila part ng family natin. It doesn't mean that their relationship is not there anymore. They are still part of our family. Ang anak ko, ang apelido pa rin niya ay divierte kahit na may nagawa siyang mali. Pero, it doesn't mean that I will kick him out of the family and say, ayaw mo sa munod, lumayas ka rito sa bahay. Don't carry my surname. No parent who is in his right mind will do that. 
Pero ang naapektuhan, kapag nagkakasala po tayo sa Panginoon, hindi yung relationship natin, kundi ang fellowship po natin sa Kanya. Because the tendency is for us to shy away from the Lord kapag may nagagawa tayong mali. Pero don't even think that the love of God still change kapag halimbawa nakagawa po tayo ng mali. Constant pa rin yun. It's still, of course, the same. Franklin Graham said, No matter what storm you face, you need to know that God loves you and He has not abandoned you. Hindi ka niya i-abandon kahit na dumadaan ka sa matinding pagsubok ng buhay mo. Remember, God's love is unconditional. And third and last is God's love is unfailing. It doesn't fail. Hindi po pumapalya ang pagmamahal ng Panginoon. If Edom says we are shattered but will rebuild the ruins, the Lord of hosts says they may build but I will tear down and they will be called the wicked country and the people with whom the Lord is angry. Now notice that Edom, the Edomites, sinasamantala nila dahil wala ro ng Israel, they were exiled to Babylon, sila ang papasok sa Judean country at silang mag-ransak nun, at silang magtatayo ng mga properties nila. But you know what? The Lord is doing something already. In this case, the Lord will not allow that to happen. Hindi alam ng Israel that the Lord is doing something to fulfill His promise in the lives of the Israel. That's why in this case, sabi niya dito sa mga Israelites, Your own eyes shall see this, and you shall say, Great is the Lord beyond the border of Israel. Kahit na meron tayong ginagawang hindi maganda, at alam natin, we are in that particular sin that is, you know, sometimes we tend to wallow. You know what? The Lord is still orchestrating everything for us para pag dumating ang time that we respond to Him, then we will really see how the Lord is going to fulfill the promise that He has for us. God will not abandon us. He will still fulfill His promise for you and for me. Ganun po katindi ang pagmamahal ng Panginoon sa atin and it's unfailing. It will not fail. People's love will fail but God's love will never fail. When the scripture says God's love is unfailing, it meant His love is what? Reliable and constant. It is constant. It's never again. It does not change. Para po itong law of nature. Meron, meron ba rito na ang gravity po ay nagbabago? I mean, yung gravity sa Pilipinas, iba sa gravity sa US? O kaya ang gravity rito sa loob ng mall na ito, paglabas niyo lumulutang na kayo? Hindi. Ang gravity po, constant po yan. Even the distance of the sun sa earth, the same thing. Lumayo lang ng konti ang earth sa sun, lahat tayo magiginawin na at magihihelo na po ang mundong ito. Lumapit lang ng konti ang earth sa sun, lahat tayo sunog. Magkaroon lang po ng konting tilt. Konti lang. Sigurado tidal wave na sa kabilang nation. Konti lang. Magbago lang ng konti ang oxygen dito na hininga natin, lahat tayo Okay, Lord na, may kita natin si Moses at si Jesus. If the nature of the law is constant, how much more the love of God is, which is unfailing, hindi nagbabago. The Bible says in Ephesians 3.16, I pray that out of His glorious riches He may strengthen you with power through His Spirit in your inner being, so that, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray, Paul said, that you being rooted and establish in love. Ito yung sinabi ni Paul. That you, being rooted and established in love, may have power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ. 
and to know this love that surpasses knowledge that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. That is how unfathomable the love of God is. You cannot really measure. Mahal na mahal na mahal na mahal na mahal na mahal tayo ng Panginoon. This can be true. The greatest way to show love for friends is to die for them. That's why sabi ni Jesus, if you wanna be called a friend, then you have to obey Him. Pero this is different. The kind of love that He's trying to show here is different. In Romans chapter 5, that says in 7 to 8, no one is really willing to die for an honest person. Though someone might be willing to die for a truly good person, but God showed how much He loved you and me by having Christ die for you and me, even though we were sinful. Kahit na tayo ay makasalanan, namatay pa rin siya sa atin. Ipinakita pa rin niya ang niya sa atin. I hope that when we respond to the Lord right, it is the love for the Lord that will compel us to do the things. Huwag ka sanang sumunod sa Panginoon dahil sa may nangyayari na sa'yo. Kasi alam mo, pagka sumunod ka sa Panginoon kasi may nangyayari na sa'yo, ibig sabihin, lumalabas nun, yung pagmamahal mo sa Kanya, may kondisyon. Pero sana, huwag kang maghintay na meron mangyayari sa'yo, mag-respond ka na sa Kanya kaagad. At sabihin mo, Lord, I wanna follow you and I wanna love you. I wanna do this because I love you. Dahil sa ipinakita niyo yung pagmamahal niyo sa akin na kahit na makasalanan ako, ito ang ginawa niyo sa akin. Can we all stand up right now? And let's pray to the Lord. And if your prayer right now is that, Lord, teach me to respond right. Teach me to respond right. That your love is truly unique. That your love is unchanging. That your love is unconditional. And that your love is unfailing. If your prayer right now is that the same, Pastor, can you pray for me? That I will understand more about His love. That I will respond right in the way He shows me His love. That I will always acknowledge that His love for me is truly unchanging, unfailing, unconditional. If that is you right now, and the Holy Spirit is talking to you, I'd like you to raise up your hand right now. And as you raise up your hand, agree with me in this prayer. Lord God, I pray in the name of Jesus. I pray that your children will understand more about your love. Even as they walk, Lord, in their life as a believer, they will always respond right to you. That they will not do things because of the blessing. They will not do things because, Lord, pinagpapala niyo sila. Hindi nila gagawin yung mga bagay na ito kasi dahil sa baka mamaya nakakatakot baka may gawin kayo sa kanila I pray that it will not be about that but it's because Lord of their love for you because of how you love us after all we love you because you love us first thank you so much Lord because I know that even as you love us with this kind of love that is unfathomable Lord turuan niyo kami Panginoon na magmahal rin sa iba kahit konti Panginoon ibigay niyo po sa amin yung klase ng pagmamahal na meron po kayo para maipakita rin po namin sa ibang mga tao. Alam namin, Panginoon, na hindi namin kayang maintindihan at maarok yung pagmamahal na meron kayo sa amin. Pero Lord, 
yung konting kaalaman namin tungkol sa inyong pagmamahal, we pray, Lord, that your Holy Spirit will teach us and apply it, Lord, in our lives so that other people will even be affected by that kind of love so that people can see Jesus Christ in us. Lord, pinapatawad po namin yung mga taong nakasakit po sa amin, yung mga tao, Panginoon, naka-offend po sa amin. Turuan niyo po kami, Panginoon, na mag-respond po sa kanila ng tama. Yung mga magulang po namin, kapatid namin, kamag-anak namin, anak po namin, na meron po minsan na ginawang hindi tama. Lord, we choose to forgive and we choose, Lord, to love them despite these things that happened, Lord, to us. We choose to love them. Thank you so much, Lord, for your grace. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.